Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Alex. We welcome you to our preview episode of Giants versus Commanders. This game is at home. Uh, it's one of the throwback games that I love. We went to one last year, Alex and I, against the Chicago Bears, uh, when it was just the whole atmosphere of the stadium is super cool. Like, the ads look uh, like they're, you know, back in the day of the 1980s. And the jerseys, obviously, the throwback jerseys are majestic. They're they're so nice. I, I love those jerseys. Um, as well as, uh, you know, they try to make the Jumbotron seem like staticky and, and back in the day, and they do all that sort of stuff. So, unfortunately, we won't be at the game, uh, but we will be watching it, and uh, we'll be able to kind of see those jerseys. Well, at least we'll be able to see the jerseys. Um, so, to anyone who's going to the game, enjoy that. Those throwback days are pretty cool. Uh, but this is a game that the Giants are now at 1-5, and five, and we basically have been saying for the past few weeks that the season is over. Uh, but if this team wants to have a- any you know, sort of dignity left, uh, <laughs> this is a game that the Giants should win against the Washington Commanders. And if they want to have any standing in the NFC East whatsoever as well and not be dead last in the division or, you know, will now have gone into uh, their second NFC East matchup of the season and be 0-2 if they lose this game against NFC East opponents. Uh, it'll just be very, very bad for the Giants standing. Not only, I mean, they're already 1-5, but now in the NFC East, just another loss would, would kind of suck here. Uh, so we have a lot of news for you, a lot of injury news, nothing uh, new there. Last week was more, this week is less, but one more, uh, or one of a bigger impact, I would say, uh, to this Giants offensive line, which we're going to talk about a lot in this episode because they're all injured, and it sucks. Uh, and what sucks even more is that um, Alex is going to talk right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> everything, Alex, everything sucks, Josh. Everything sucks. Alex, the Giants how are we doing? suck. How are we doing today? We apparently now suck at doing an intro. Everything is bad uh, right now. So, yeah, I mean, the Giants... I can't I th- even. I was gonna it's try a must-win game. There you go. I was gonna try and bring you in in like a, a funnier way. Like I was trying to say, like, what am I gonna say? Sucks. And I was like, you know what? I'll just say it sucks now that Alex is the talk. There. <laughs> well, I, this is my <laughs> favorite part of the episode is when I can just say whatever I want. But really, at this point, there's nothing to say. Uh, the Giants suck. Their offensive line sucks, and uh, it's gonna be a rough game again this weekend. You gotta hope. Uh, obviously this time it's not against, you know, the toughest of opposition, but you know, the schedule now loosens up a little bit. You got to hope the Giants can put a little run together and that starts with a win against Washington. Um, but you know, that's going to be difficult based on their recent performances, but you know, they got some reinforcements on the offensive line, uh, which we're going to talk about a little bit, not crazy reinforcements, but reinforcements nonetheless. Um, and you just got to. Got to hope that things start turning around when they got to turn around quickly, really. Alex, I we, we have something important we have to talk about that's more important than the Giants here. Uh, it's been a week. We didn't have an update on the last episode uh, in our recap, but you sound better. What's going on? What's the update? What, this is my news reporter skills kicking in here. What's the update with the cold? How are we feeling? Did we eventually ever have a doctor visit? What's going we on did, there? We did have a doctor's visit. Um my mother ended up dragging me when she came for parents weekend uh, oh. here and dragged me to the doctor. So, yeah, um, I was taken to the doctor. 
I received medication, which apparently you need to get better. I didn't know this. And uh, yeah, now I just have a little cough. So yes, I'm doing much better. Who knew going to the doctor could be helpful? And who knew that uh, when you're not injured, when you're not sick, you can perform better on basically everything. And that applies to the New York Giants as well. When you have injuries, obviously the offense mainly, the defense has, you know, and we'll talk about this, uh, clicked, especially in that Buffalo Bills game last week. But when your offense is struggling throughout the O-line, especially with injuries, your team as a whole is going to suffer. And we're going to get into that right now. I broke it down by day because there is actually a lot of news going on uh, with the Giants and Brian Dable and injury. So we're going to get into all of it. Let's just go. Monday, Brian Dable said, quote, yeah, no. In response to whether a QB controversy is in the running between Tyrod Taylor and Daniel Jones, the team, completely different, but the, uh, completely separate, I should say, the team waived offensive lineman uh, Jalen Mayfield. The Giants worked out quarterbacks Ian Book and Matt Barkley. They aren't expected to sign either at this time per Jordan Ronan, which they haven't three days later on Thursday night or recording up until this point. Uh, Book played college football at Notre Dame, was drafted by the Saints in the fourth round of last two years ago's draft, excuse me, 2021. And then Matt Barkley has been with us, you know, several amount of teams, the Eagles, the Bills a couple times, which is probably why they tried him out. I'm sure Dable and other people from the Giants and the Giants coaching staff, all those Bills connections know him from that. Arizona Cardinals, he played with twice. Bears, the 49ers, the Bengals, the Titans, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Um, and I feel like he's already had a stint with the Giants, like maybe an, another tryout or was there. The, I feel like there's already been like a connection with him and the Giants at some point in the past. And the Giants also worked out wide receiver uh, Demir Bird, who, if you remember him, was a fantasy hit for like a couple weeks on the waiver wire when he played uh, for the New England Patriots as well as the Chicago Bears. Five foot nine, 175 pound receiver. Seven-year veteran who has 130 catches with the Panthers, Patriots, like I said, Cardinals, and Bears, like I said, as well as the Falcons. That's Monday's news. Tuesday's news, Josh Azudu, the Giants' starting left tackle in the previous five games, was placed on IR with a toe injury he suffered Sunday night in Buffalo. The Giants then bolstered their line by signing a pair of offensive linemen from other teams' practice squads. Former New York Giant, you'll remember this guy's name, Tyree Phillips from the Eagles, and tackle Josh Miles from Atlanta. Phillips last season played in 12 regular season games with five starts, four of them being at right tackle, one of them being at left tackle. A very average, I would say, O-lineman. I mean, Alex, if you know, when when I finish here, he can go into Phillips a little bit more, but I, I would say he was the most like baseline kind of guy. Some points he struggled, some points he stood out. Again, very average player, I would say. And then Miles last season played uh or last played a regular season game in 2021 for the Cardinals. He played in 17 games for the Cardinals on offense and special teams, uh, included seven, including seven in 2019 and 10 in 2021. And I'll throw it to Alex now for the Wednesday and Thursday practice reports. Yeah, I mean, touching real quick on Phillips, if he can be an average O-lineman on this O-line, an average O-lineman on this offensive line, I should say, uh, he will look like a Hall of Famer. So if he can do that, then he'll be great. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And I thought he was relatively solid, like you said, last season. Uh, moving on to Wednesday now. Uh, Justin Pugh was signed to the active roster. They ended up waving uh, Lawrence Cager, which was a little bit surprising. I have to see if he returns on the practice squad later this week or if another team picks him up or whatever happens with him. But obviously he was a kind of a key player uh, down the stretch last season for the Giants. So interesting that they cut him. Uh, he was signed to the active roster, and he will at least take some reps 
uh, at left tackle this week, according to Dable. Uh, and then Daniel Jones will also practice on Wednesday, or practiced on Wednesday, and he'll do some stuff. Uh, and he did some stuff, uh, according to Brian Dable. He was cleared to throne, but not for contact, not that QBs get uh, you know, contacted anyway in practice. Um, Brian Dable also said on Daniel Jones' season that it's definitely not over, uh, and he was back practicing uh, drills, uh, individual stuff, but no team reps, uh, and it still seems like uh, Tyrod Taylor, according to Jordan Ronan, is on track uh, to be QB versus the Commanders uh, since Jones has not been cleared for contact. Uh, O-line injury update uh, as of Wednesday. Uh, Andrew Thomas didn't practice on Wednesday, but was getting trained or was with a trainer on the side, uh, and he is getting better per Dable. Uh, John Michael Schmitz with the shoulder didn't practice Wednesday. Looks like he's going to miss another game this week. Uh, Evan Neal didn't practice, and his ankle is a bit swollen. Uh, offensive tackle Matt Pear, uh had a shoulder injury. He was still out of practice. Josh Azudu, obviously, who went on IR, uncertain when he will return this season. Uh, and that's kind of the O-line update there as of Wednesday. And then Thursday, uh, we have some more stuff. The Giants are down another offensive lineman after uh, Shane Lemieux tore his biceps during uh, practice Wednesday, and he was placed on IR, and they signed O-lineman Sean Harlow, who was with the Giants in training camp uh, off the Cowboys practice squad. Uh, Shane Lemieux, I believe it's something like 39 out of 50 games uh, in his career so far. He's been on IR, so... Uh, a crazy stat for a guy who was not injured at all in his four years at Oregon. Uh, and then the current injured uh, Giants offensive line as of today, uh, Andrew Thomas, John Michael Schmitz, Evan Neal, Matt Parrott, uh, Josh Azudu on IR, uh, Lemieux on IR, uh, Hasenauer, uh, JC Hasenauer uh, with the triceps, he uh, torn triceps, I believe that was during training camp. So he's also on our IR, obviously. Uh, Sean Harlow is the third O-lineman signed off at another team's practice squad this week. Uh, he's 6'4", 284. Uh, like I mentioned before, he spent time with the Giants in training camp this offseason. Uh, he was a fourth-round draft pick by Atlanta in 2017. He has 34 career games under his belt with eight starts uh, on the Falcons, Cardinals, and Cowboys. Five of those starts were at left guard. The other three were at center. Uh, Daniel Jones will again practice uh, and he has still not been cleared to con uh, for contact, according to Brian Dable on Thursday. Evan Neal reported for practice. Uh, he returned on a limited capacity. He didn't look great, uh, but he was able to move around, so that is a good sign. Uh, and then Andrew Thomas is getting better per Dable. Uh, Saquon Barkley, this is not an injury news, but he came out today and said that it's very uh, in a very clear way, that the trade deadline is coming up at the end of the month. He does not want to be traded. Everyone knows how I feel, he said. Everyone knows I don't want to be traded. Uh, and that is everything from Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Josh, anything to say about that so I can catch my breath for a second before I read off the injury report? I was about to say, I think you had maybe like double that I talked about on Monday and Tuesday. There was a lot there, obviously. As you ramp up throughout the week, more news comes out towards the game on Sunday, especially with injury news. Uh, and that sort of thing. Unbelievable how injured this team is. It's absolutely tragic. Uh, it's something that I think the Giants have definitely struggled with the past few years. Uh, and I, I know like, oh, let's it's, it's, uh, fix the MetLife turf. That might be an issue. Is it a point to where we look to go in-house of the Giants training staff and see something that's going right or, or wrong uh, and what the deal with that is? I don't know. 
the thing is, though, for all the people that are complaining and saying, like, it's the Giants training staff's fault, it's football. And a lot of people get injured playing football. That's something that, like, you know, the NFL has tried to talk about, especially with uh, concussions. There haven't really been that many, if any, for the Giants this season. It's it's mostly been just all over the place, uh, lower body especially. But, you know, kids, when they're getting raised by their parents, the parents know that their child, they, they, you know, their child's going to get injured playing football at some point. That's just part of the game. That's why actually parents, some parents stay away from football. They don't want their kids playing because they're going to get hurt. My parents being one Josh, of those. Josh, is this from personal experience? This is from personal experience. I wanted to play football. My parents wouldn't let me because they- uh, Really? They, I did know, not they, know that, actually. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah. I did not. I, no. uh, I, I was a star flag footballer uh, from like first to fourth what grade. What position are we talking? Wide receiver slash tight end. Because I've always been a big boy. So, like, I played tight end a lot. Um, Fair enough. Okay. But, yeah, I played tight end. And I was was like, I want to play tackle football in middle school. And just, nope, I I was not allowed. My parents did not want me to, uh, for for fear of of getting injured. But especially the concussion stuff and and the the head damage. But, anyway, enough personal talk. I, I just don't know, Alex, like, how people can kind of blame the the team itself and and the the staff that they have to help recover players because it just I think it's just an unfortunate situation because people get injured in the NFL all the time it just happens to be at this certain point that the Giants have a lot of injuries at this very specific two week window um, yeah but yeah and it's also injuries in a very specific position group which is just unlikely or un, you know not very probable and it ended up happening right. Uh, the offensive line literally takes up half the injury report. So uh, in some sense, you think like, oh, uh, you know, this team is banged up like crazy. But the four players that did not or the five out of the five players that did not practice this week, five of them are or four out of the five are offensive linemen. So uh, it's more of just an unlucky streak, I think, than anything. But yeah, I, I find it hard to blame any particular party or thing. I think it's more of a collective. Uh, maybe the training staff's not perfect and the field's not great and you know there's I think it's a combination of things really anyway let's get into the injury report uh I will go uh Wednesday and Thursday here let's go for the Giants first uh Evan Neal uh with that ankle injury he was uh he didn't practice on Wednesday but he was limited on Thursday Matt Parrott with the shoulder didn't practice either day uh Wandale Robinson with a knee injury did not practice on Wednesday uh, but he was a full participant very interesting uh, from a do not practice player to a full participant in one day. Uh, not, obviously not like a veteran rest day, but this was a knee injury. So very interesting uh, switch there, but he was a full participant here on Thursday. Uh, JMS with the shoulder didn't practice either day. Andrew Thomas also did not practice either day with the hamstring. Saquon Barkley was limited both days with an ankle injury. Cordell Flott with an ankle slash shoulder was limited on Wednesday before returning in full capacity uh, on Thursday. Graham Gano was limited both days with a left knee injury, not his kicking knee at least. Uh, Mark Lewinsky uh, with a quad slash ankle was limited on Wednesday, but a full participant on Thursday. Uh, Adore Jackson with a neck injury uh, was limited both days. Daniel Jones with his neck injury limited both days. Shane Lemieux uh, limited on Wednesday and then obviously did not practice on Thursday with that bicep injury. Uh, Gary Brightwell uh, was a full participant both days with his ankle injury. DJ Davidson uh, and Trey Hawkins both having knee injuries, but they were full participants as well. All right, moving on to the commanders now. Uh, Cornerback Kendall Fuller did not practice either day with a knee injury. 
Uh, Chris Rodriguez, the running back, uh, did not practice on Wednesday, but he did practice on Thursday uh, for a personal issue, it looks like. Uh, Jonathan Allen with a knee injury was limited both practices. Cam Curl uh, with an ankle injury was limited on Wednesday, but full participant on Thursday. Christian Holmes uh, was limited both days of the hamstring. Chris Paul, not Chris Paul and the Warriors, but Chris Paul, the guard, uh, was limited on Wednesday, well, but a well, full Chris participant Paul on Warriors Thursday. Guard. Chris, Chris Paul and the Warriors is also a guard. Both, so. both guards. This guard, I think we're talking maybe 200 pounds heavier. Um, but maybe you know, a little we'll taller to too. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit taller too. Uh, Chris Paul is not short either, right? He just looks short compared to everyone in the NBA. I think he's like what six three, maybe. Nah, he's probably like six foot. I don't know. Um, James Smith Williams uh, was limited both days with a foot injury. Montez Sweat with a finger was only limited on Wednesday before before returning in full capacity on Thursday. Sam Cosme and Benjamin Saint Just. Uh, we're both full participants with their knee and hand injuries, respectively. And that is your Giants injury report. Phew. Phew is right. And uh, Alex, you get another bit of a breather as we're going to send it to a break. Before we come back, we wrap everything up. We talk about our NFL picks from last week as well as this week before going into our players to watch and score predictions for this Giants versus Commanders game. Be back in a second. All right, we are back now to talk about our picks and talk about another losing week for me. That's a lie. My record was 8-6, and six, but Alex is still better at 10-4. and four. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know how many toss-ups I can go a different way. This man is just a guru, apparently, this year. It's I should get all... into sports betting, maybe. I don't know. All is going right for him on the NFL pick side of things. I think there's a couple more toss-ups than there were last week. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but I think there was only two last week, right? And you won yeah. both of them. So uh, we'll go around and see how many of them. I'll count it up right now, actually. There's one, two, three, four, four. toss-ups this week. So we'll have week. to see what happens. Uh, Alex, let's start us off with the Thursday Night Football game, which we're recording a few hours before. No, you know, No spoilers here. We don't know. That's actually one of our toss-ups. So... If we knew, why would one of us intentionally pick the wrong team? Uh, so don't worry about that. And then Alex will let us know the Sunday 1 o'clock game results as well. Unless the show is just completely scripted, Josh, like the NFL is itself. So who knows? But anyway, Jaguars, Saints. Uh, I have the Saints. Josh is the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, it looks like, is suiting up for that one. Uh, Buccaneers, Falcons. We both have the Bucks. Raiders, Bears. We both have the Raiders. Backup QB showdown there, which will be fun. Uh, Browns, Colts, we both have the Browns. Commanders, Giants, uh, we are not talking about right now. Sorry about that. Lions, Ravens, uh, we both have the... Uh, I have the Ravens. Josh is the Lions, actually. Bills, Patriots, we both have the Bills. Seahawks, Cardinals is you. Uh, I'm having a rough segment here. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. It's talking about the Cardinals, Giants as well. Uh, I do have to say one thing. You said Trevor Lawrence is looking to suit up. He better because I don't want to bring fantasy ball into this. Otherwise, Alex will talk for the next 25 minutes about his team. <laughs> but what I will say is CJ Stroud's on by. Trevor Lawrence is my only option. And I'm not benching any or cutting anyone on my team to pick up like a Russell Wilson. So he better strap up, Alex. Otherwise, my week is already done by Thursday Night Football. Uh, let's go to the Cardinals and Seahawks. We both have the Seahawks winning that game. A toss-up here. Rams, Steelers. Alex has the Rams. I have the Steelers. Next game is Chiefs versus Chargers. I think that could be a high-scoring affair. We both have the Chiefs winning that game. 
Packers versus Broncos. Broncos country is not riding here as we both the Packers winning this game. Dolphins, Eagles, a great, great Sunday night football game. Absolutely love this. Uh, it's going to be played in Philadelphia. And I think the Miami Dolphins get it done away. They're just such a high-powered offense that I don't think the Eagles will be able to stop. However, Alex has the opposite. And he does think that Tua Tungabailoa will be stopped along with the Dolphins offense. Eagles, he has winning that game. And then Monday Night Football, not as exciting. 49ers-Vikings still could you know, very well be a good game. We both have the 49ers winning that one. And that does it for our NFL picks for this week. How late are we already? We're in week seven. Are you serious? Oh, my goodness. This season is flying by. Um, Probably because right, the Alex. Giants are so bad. <laughs> I guess so, because uh, the maybe the days would be going slower if they were winning. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it would be going slower. We would feel like it would be going slower if the team sucked, which they do. Um Let's get into our players to watch. I'll start out with my commander's player to watch of Brian Robinson Jr., uh, the running back for the team. I know the last couple of years the commanders have kind of been not all over the place, but they've been juggling between running backs of, of who's taking the snaps. Brian Robinson has been taking the majority, and he also has three rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns, so he's used in both the rushing and passing game, and that's why I have him chosen as my player to watch. Um, and then for my New York Giants player to watch, Wondell Robinson, if Tyrod Taylor starts, which is leaning towards him starting, uh, he had a connection last week with Wondell Robinson. They were kind of going, uh, moving it down the field. I know it was an equal connection between mostly all the Giants weapons on offense, and that's why people were proud of Tyrod Taylor for actually spreading the ball, unlike you know Daniel Jones has been able to do with his offensive line, but Taylor did have that same line and was able to spread the ball. I'm going to keep playing into it, Giants fans, anyone listening, and Alex, too. Uh, I'm going to keep Some, playing into it. One of the, the Daniel Jones truthers is going to come murder you. Apparently. Um, but that's who I have to watch is Wondell Robinson. And then I was forgetting who the other running back is, Antonio Gibson. That's who it was. But I think Robinson's ahead of him on the depth chart. All right. Um, my commander's player to watch is Curtis Samuel. Uh, he's been on the up a couple, over the past couple of weeks, kind of overtaken Jahan Dotson and even Terry McLaurin to an extent in terms of target target share uh, so he's been really really active and he's the type of player who uh, you know can really really hurt the Giants from the slot or wherever he may be lined up so uh, I have him as our uh, as their player to watch and then for the Giants I pulled a Josh here I'm going basic probably backup quarterback again Tyrod Taylor not that he's not capable the offense has been struggling to move uh, in big chunk plays can Saquon Barkley provide some of those big chunk plays out of the backfield. He's my player to watch uh, for Sunday. And then I guess we'll get into our score predictions. I have a slightly more optimistic one here. I'm going 17-15 Commanders win. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be low scoring, but I do think the Commanders uh, end up pulling this one out. I have a 24-9 win for the Commanders. Um, you know, I think I, I should be very pessimistic about this Giants team and Look at that. Well, you can't look, but listen to that score prediction. Nine points for the Giants. That means I still do not have them scoring a touchdown in this game, and I think that streak extends another game. I will not have the Giants score a touchdown until they actually prove it to me on the field. Until this team scores, I'm not putting a touchdown in my score prediction. I think that's rightly so. Um, this team, you know, has stunk in the red zone the past few weeks, and that, obviously, we know that. I mean, you look at the However many minutes it's been, Alex, since the Giants team has scored uh, an offensive touchdown. 
so I don't have them scoring a one here. Uh, and the defense just, you know, they'll, they'll give the Giants opportunities and, you know, they'll limit the commanders to only 24 points. But once again, this offense won't pull it, pull it out. And, um, yeah, that's that's it. Another Another week, another loss. We'll have to wait and see what the Giants have to say about that on Sunday at home. But for us, what I will have to say is support us, please. Go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Social media channels, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, at the Giant Take Pod. I don't know anymore. Do I say X or do I not? But I, I really will always refer to it as Twitter and it, it'll never be X in my eyes. So sorry for you X fans out there. Alex on Twitter at Anorin23 and I'm on Twitter at Joshola29. Um, I thank you so much for listening. Alex is going to do the same thing as you wraps this one up right now. Thank you for listening to today's episode, as Josh just said. Uh, hope everyone has a good weekend. Uh, hopefully the Giants can pull this one out. Uh, I have a little bit of optimism that who knows, maybe. Maybe they can just do it, but maybe that's just my uh, um, optimistic side coming out. But hopefully uh, they can get it done and we can have a Victory Monday recap, I believe, for the first time this season, second time this season. Uh, That would be very, very nice. We'll see you all next time.